This is the Danny Britt Show, a weekly look at Benedictine Cadets football on ESPN Radio WSEG Savannah Hilton Head. Now, here's your host, Christian Gokel. Welcome into the Danny Britt Show right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. Christian Gokel, glad to have you alongside on this Monday night. A lot to dive into as the Cadets had their first game of the season this past Friday night uh, against Columbus out of Miami. Unfortunately, not the result the Cadets wanted, but uh, a ton of good stuff to garner from it and a lot of lessons learned on Friday night that I think we're going to see pay off as the season progresses. But, of course, joining us here as he does every Monday night, the head football coach of your Cadets, Danny Britt. Coach, how are you tonight? I'm pretty good, Christian. How about you? You know, man, it's, it's finally football season. We have college football on the horizon, so I, I don't think I could be any better. But, again, Coach, going back uh, to the game on Friday night, obviously not the result you guys wanted, uh, but as I said at the top right there, a lot of positives to be garnered from the loss. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, we're way past moral victories and that sort of thing, but we uh, – Definitely was a good uh, a good game that we can we can build on. Um, you know, feel good about how the guys fought and played, and we just can't make the mistakes we did. But uh, but definitely feel good about how, the fight that we showed. And I want to start on the offensive side of the ball, Coach Holden, with three touchdown passes uh, in the game. But for whatever reason, it just didn't feel like uh, it was able to find a rhythm on offense. How much of that was just? Kind of those two turnovers real quick back-to-back where all of a sudden it was a 7-7 game and became a 21-7 game. At that point, it just it felt like the offense was always in catch-up mode. Well, we were in catch-up mode. You know, we came out and um, they scored. We drove right down. I think it was a 14-play drive uh, to start the game and scored uh, on a great throw from, from Holden to uh, Quan. And, um, you know, then they scored again. We, we get the uh, – uh, um, we hold them and get the punt, and we fumble right there, give them a quick touchdown, and daggum if we don't do it again the next series and give them a quick touchdown. And so at that point, we are definitely in catch-up mode. What's the message to those guys that fumbled? I know Zaquan Bryan on the punt uh, and then Cam Edge on just the jet sweep. Those are things those guys have done, if not thousands of times, millions of times uh, in practice. What's the message when they come to the sideline? Yeah, definitely. Well, I told Quan, and, and I'm not talking about Zaquan. We know he's a tremendous player and, and even better young man, really is. Uh, but, you know, he came to the sideline, and I said, son, I, you've been doing it in practice. He's been dropping some of the punts in practice. Well, we got to make sure that doesn't happen anymore in practice. Uh, with Cam, you know, it's just that's, that's something they do all the time. you just got to be focused in on it and and make sure we, we, you know, it was in his stomach. He just got to clamp down before he starts looking downfield. So those are things we're going to correct, but uh, those are things you can you can take care of and concentrate on, and I, I bet both of them will be really focused on, on correcting those problems from, in the future. Again, 42-27 to 27 there, Coach. And, again, I think a closer game than the scoreboard indicated because really, and this is what happens against good teams, which is, I thought one of the cool lessons from Friday night is if – everything's even the team that makes more mistakes is typically going to lose the football game uh, as we mentioned the two punts there a kickoff return uh, for a touchdown and a few other just costly uh, mistakes some penalties there as well really close game talent wise but when it comes down to it the team that makes less mistakes is going to win without a doubt and that is the reason why you play teams like this and that's you know that that was our goal is to, to show that 
you know, this is what it looks like. This is another level, and, and you know, you can't make those mistakes against, you know, a team. Some of the teams, you know, an inferior team, you make those mistakes and still win, and it doesn't sting quite as bad. So, um, you know, that's why you do that. That's why you play those type of teams, and they expose you, and, and we were exposed, and we've got to get better from it. I think one thing Cadets fans can take away, because that's what I took away on Friday night, uh, I, I know you always talk about a team finding an identity. What I thought was cool was even through those mental mistakes and just playing a really good team, because I don't want to take anything away from Columbus. They have a heck of a quarterback, a couple of really good running backs, and a big offensive and defensive line. This team never seemed like they were out of the football game. Uh, as many as many points as you went down, as many punches as they took, as many mental mistakes as they made, all the way until the end, it never seemed like they were out of the football game. And I think a lot of high school football teams would have, after they go down 21-7 to real quick, it would have seen a lot of heads down on the sideline, a lot of, well, they're that 8-8 team from Florida, let's get ready for next week. But all the way to the end, never seemed like those guys were out of it. Yeah, well, one, I hope you never see that from a team from Benedictine. And I'm not going to say it won't ever happen, but we work really hard on on not being that type of person you know not you know and really work hard on character and you keep fighting and you keep keep uh being the best you can be and and uh hopefully we'll continue to show that but yes i think we we did show that it was hard you know 28 to 7 you look up like wow that happened fast and uh but keep fighting and heck you know we get the first down uh, right there at the end of the third quarter in you know inside the 10 yard line and if we can score right there man you're really talking about a different game so um so, you know, I think that is a great lesson. And you just keep fighting. You keep fighting for your your brothers. You know, the biggest thing is with the guys is you only get so many minutes to play high school football. So you better make the most of every single second you get. And and if they look at it that way, you know, the success will, will find you. So hopefully we'll keep doing that. And, Coach, I did want to talk about this as well. Uh, just looking at the performance from the offense, what I thought was really cool uh, a lot of people when they're watching football think, all right, the goal obviously is to score touchdowns. You've you got to score a touchdown here on this drive. But when you're calling plays, it gets a lot smaller than that, right? It can go down to even like a single play, like, hey, I need five yards right here to kickstart this drive. What I thought was cool was it seemed like when you needed it, and obviously no penalties or turnovers, but when you needed it, hey, we just got off of a long drive on defense. We need a breather. It seemed like Holden and some of the other seniors were able to, hey, let's get a first down here. I thought, I thought that was pretty cool to see from the offense. Yeah, definitely. I think. Well, I, I'll tell you this. I think one coach, the Phillips, did a great job of, of, of dialing up the right plays, and certainly dialing up the right plays when absolutely had to have them. So that's one. And two, yes, I think this older group, you know, holding, leading, uh, you know, just say, hey, we've got to get this first down, and that drives me insane. You know, people say, well, every play is designed to score. That's not true. Every play is not designed to score. Some plays are designed to get one yard. And when, you know, when you need that, you, you have to go get it. So, um, yeah, I, I appreciate you recognizing that. And I think the guys did, uh, did do a good job of that. And that's just that's being a little bit older, more mature, and understanding, you know, the, the game. You know, complimentary football, man. It's, it's a big deal out there for fans watching the game. Uh, but I do want to talk about the way that Columbus kind of approached defending your offense. Obviously, they had a lot of respect uh, for the skill guys, but I thought they had some pretty talented dudes of their own uh, on the defense. Obviously, the edge rushers uh, were there, but I thought the way they approached uh, – scheming up against Justin and Zaquan on the outside was interesting because it seemed like they were pretty comfortable going one-on-one with their guys on the outside and letting the other nine guys on defense kind of play inside the box. 
Uh, definitely they did. Um, you know, they, they, it looked like, it looks like too high safety is a lot of what they're doing, but they were, they were playing quarters and, and playing some what I call cover four and different things, um, you know, regarding that. But yeah, they had guys on the, on the edge, the, the outside linebackers that could, could play for sure. Uh, and were really hurting us. You know, we weren't re- able to run our basic sweeps like we normally do. We weren't able to get the edge very well. So, you know, they, they had players without a doubt and, um, you know, made it very tough on us. And didn't see very many shot plays uh, in the game, Coach. Was that just taking what the defense gave you? Were they taking away uh, those long sideline passes that we've seen so many times in the past? Uh, well, they were to a certain degree. Um, you know, and then I'll be honest with you, uh, you know, playing, unfortunately, with, with, you know, Justin and Quan, and, you know, we, they have to play so many reps, they, they get tired. And sometimes, you know, that, that four, five that they run, four, four that they run isn't necessarily that same speed that it is, you know, once you play as many reps. So, you know, you have to just be aware and, and then sometimes just take what the defense gives you as well. Again, 42-27 the final there. We'll come back, finish recapping that game, and look ahead towards this week's opponent, Buford. That's all coming up next right here on the Danny Britt Show. More Benedictine Cadets football, the Danny Britt Show on ESPN Radio. Welcome back into the Danny Britt Show right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah, Christian Gokel, glad to have you alongside on this Monday evening. So much more uh, to dive into. Coach, I did want to wrap it up here just talking about the defense. I thought – for the most part, the defense played pretty well. There was some blown coverages and I thought some missed gap assignments. But outside of that, uh, against a really talented offense, I thought the defense was really stingy all night. Yeah, defense uh, played well for the most part. We gave up some things we can't uh, can't allow to happen. Um, you know, uh, a couple of different things. You know, when that long uh, screen that they took for a touchdown, we just got to really work on our angles and do a better job with that. Um, you know, and then, you know, defensively, as far as the running game, they were hurting us early, and linebackers were just, just too far up in the line of scrimmage, and finally we backed them out a little bit, and, you know, they started making plays and, and really helped us there. Um, the quarterback did a great job of, of just running around and just, just keeping it alive, and uh, we were chasing him all night, and, you know, finally we were able to get some shots on him, and that that really changes it. When a quarterback like that, yeah, you know, once you get some shots on him, it can can really slow him down, and it did, and and that helped. That's the best thing to help a secondary. Uh, but um, you know, I, I know the one with where Ben, uh, he he bit on the double move a little bit and got his hips turned, and that, that guy it was a great route uh, by that that receiver and. And uh, but in the same sense, it, it took like five seconds to run the route. Huh. So uh, we we just got to get to the quarterback a little bit better. Yeah, a lot of things to get better from from the game on Friday night. Uh, but coach, did any individual performance stand out to you when you finally got to go back and watch tape? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was proud of a lot of the guys, and and you know, I, I think um, you know Matt Cromenhawk uh, did a really good job of just playing with a great motor, which he always does. Uh, you know, number ninety eight. He ended up with 12 tackles, a tackle for a loss, a couple of quarterback pressures. You know, just really, really did it. Did a good job. You know, he, he's the reason that the the pass was thrown to to, to uh, holding sap that he took back for a touchdown. So, thought he did really well. And um, you know, so we'll continue to, to continue to work there and, and get better. And 
and um, hopefully we'll continue to, to grow. And coach at Buford coming up this Friday night, a really good team. They uh, already took down Richmond Hill to start their season. What can you tell us about Buford? Uh, they're a good team. They, uh, you know, offensively they're going to look a lot like what we faced uh, uh, Friday night. Um, maybe not as many uh, thoroughbreds, but um, but they do it really well, and they have some very good players as well, and a, a, a similar type quarterback, you know, that can can throw it and can move in the pocket and, and, and keep things alive. So, uh, you know, going to be a good big challenge. They have some, you know, big D linemen uh, on the defensive side and. And uh, so it's going to be a challenge for us. They've, they're 2-0 and and uh, started the season well and traditionally a very strong football team from over in South Carolina. So, you know, it doesn't – it's just – there, there are no easy games, but that's how we set it up. Uh, you know, sometimes I wonder if I'm crazy or not, but that's how we set it up and, and we will continue to grow and get better from it. And again, that one coming up on Friday night. If you're not able to make the trip, which we highly encourage you to do, you can, of course, hear the cadets right here on ESPN Radio Savannah 104.3 and 1400. Or if you're in the car, head to ESPNCoastal.com, click the Listen Live tab. You'll be able to hear the game there as well. Coach, we've got a couple more minutes here, man. Coming up, I know you'll be working while you're doing it, but we have big-time college football coming up on Saturday. How excited are you to, I guess, I don't know what your routine looks like because typically, what, go to bed about 4 o'clock and then wake up about 7, 8 o'clock on Saturday morning just to uh, hear college game day uh, kick off and then, and then watch some noon kicks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I'm excited, but, yes, I can't. You know, we stay up late. We usually stay up here till you know, 1 or one thirty. Uh coaches, and, and sometimes it's just decompressing, uh, you know, a little bit together. But um, And then, you know, getting everything taken care of and then, Usually I'll, I'll tr- watch some film till uh, you know three or four o'clock in the morning, and uh, until Stephanie comes in and tells me I need to go to bed. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. I'm getting older, man. I can't. I get up. I get up a little later. I, I need some more sleep. But uh, by nine o'clock, I'll be up and, and watching college game day. I love that. I think we all love that. Excited to to see what happens that day. And then of course you know at uh, seven thirty Saturday night I'll be watching. Uh, the dogs uh, play Clemson. We need a scouting report, man. I, I know Georgia's got some guys banged up, but obviously two really talented teams coming. What, what's the scouting report for that one? Yeah, I, I wish I knew, man. I, had, I haven't really paid as much attention to all that. I've been completely focused on these guys. But I'll tell you this. I can tell you one fact. One of the, the uh, um, captains of the Georgia cheerleaders will be better than all the Clemson cheerleaders combined. Of course, ESPN Coastal intern alumnus Southern Brit going to be on the sideline up there. So we're excited to see her. I'll tell you this, Coach. I think for the fans out there, kind of the casual observers, this undoubtedly will be the best defensive line game all season. Obviously, Clemson just breeds defensive linemen, but Georgia goes about two deep uh, with five stars. So I think defensive line, whichever one of those guys can make the biggest plays. I mean, me and you see this eye to eye, Coach. It, it always comes down to the line of scrimmage. I have to agree with you there. It, it, it pretty much that's the way it works out. And uh, and yes, you're right. Both of them have some really good, really good players. And you know, uh, as good as it gets, I'd have to think. So um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch. And, and just glad to have it back. And glad that the stands are going to be full and, and and all of that good stuff. And coach, quickly flipping over to Statesboro, man. I don't think I've ever seen a home slate for the Eagles like they have in 2021. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that too, and hopefully I can make one or two of them for sure. And 
you know, I told uh, I told my daughter when she's done this year, and she has to be done this year, huh. um, <laughs> that I'm gonna. I'm going to, you know, hopefully get me some season tickets to Georgia Southern and start making it over there as often as I can. That's a little easier to make for a coach, you know, 45 minutes away as opposed to four hours. Uh, coach, I know you've been watching Georgia Southern football a long time. Have you ever seen a 6'4", 220-pound quarterback take snaps for Georgia Southern? Because it looks like that's what's about to happen with Cam Ransom. I have not, yeah. <laughs> He's a dude for sure. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen a guy that big and uh, that, that, that seems kind of scary to me. But um, uh, but hey, hopefully I wish him all the best. Obviously, and hope he does really well. Um, I, I'm excited for the Eagles. I know Coach Coach uh, Lunsford um, would do a great job and his staff, and, and they really do do a great job. And, and and I really hope it's a great year for him. I know we're all excited about football kicking off. I think, honestly, it starts on Wednesday and then goes through Monday. So just a whole week of football coming up. You'll be able to catch the cadets right here on ESPN Radio Savannah on Friday as they head to Beaufort. Coach, we really appreciate the time, man. we got to go. Holden Saps up next. We appreciate it, man. Look forward to seeing you out there on Friday. All right. Thank you so much, Christian. Look forward to it. Cadets football talk continues. The Danny Britt Show on ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Danny Britt Show right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. Christian Gokel, glad to have you alongside as we wrap up this week's edition of the Danny Britt Show. As we do every week, we're going to catch up with uh, one of the stars for your cadets. This week, we're joined by senior Holden Sapp. Holden, thanks for taking the time today, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. For sure. And I know not the results you guys wanted on Friday night, uh, but really a close game and a tense game. I know a lot of people have said one of the harder hitting games uh, they've seen for BC in quite a while. Uh, what were some of the takeaways that you had from Friday night? Yes, sir. So that, that game was amazing to get to play. And uh, we made a few mistakes that we can work on a practice to help us play in the next few weeks in our games throughout the season. So it showed the mistakes. They exposed us on some things, but it's things we can fix to get better. And I know Coach Britt was just talking about some of the adjustments you guys were able to make uh, after halftime, and I know they were able to run the ball pretty well on you guys on the first half. What were the conversations like in the locker room? Because uh, I know he said he made some adjustments, moving you guys back a little bit uh, at the linebacker spot and just making sure you were filling your gaps correctly. Yes, sir. So he, they just told us, you know, just keep fighting. Don't give up. I mean, the game, they just never give up on the game. And what does it mean to you guys to look over on the offensive side of the ball and just see the talent uh, that they have there? I know you play both ways a little bit as well, but looking over on offense and seeing what they have over there and saying, listen, we're never out of a game. Oh, yeah. That's, yes, sir. Like, I know at any time of the game we can score. We have a powerful offense and a great quarterback and running backs. Our whole offense is just powerful. And I was talking to Coach Britt about this on Friday night, but I know there was a point in the game uh, where you're starting two corners and Justin Thomas and Zaquan Bryan uh, both had to step out. What did you think of the jobs that the guys who had to come in and fill in and play some important snaps for those guys did? How did they do? They did good. They're young players, so they're getting used to it. And it's probably like one of their first games this uh, year, so they got to get used to it. And it's going to happen throughout the season. I mean, injuries happen. Some players get tired. Sometimes there's cramps and stuff, so stuff happens. So it was good that they got to get it in this game against a good team and help them get it better throughout the season. For sure. And, again, just looking back uh, on that game, I know as Coach Britt said one of the harder-hitting games uh, that we've seen in quite a while. What do you think on that level, man? I know you're one of the ones laying the hits out there. Was that, was that a hard-hitting game? Yes, sir. It was awesome. I mean, it was just an amazing game to get to play against. I'm pretty sure it had been one of the biggest games in B.C. history. And, there was a lot of hitting out there. It was physicality, and that's what football is about, and that's why I love to play the game. 
Now, you had a pretty big play uh, in, in the game, but just talk about the defense as a whole because I know there's a lot of young guys and you're having to replace a lot of guys uh, that played a lot of snatch for you guys over the previous few years. At the defense as a whole, how talented do you think this unit can be? We can be really talented. This defense this year can be really amazing. we got a lot of good players in every position. DBs are good, linebackers and defense line. Everything's just powerful about us. And we just got to fix a few mistakes, and then we'll be good. Now, you did have the pick six. so Just break it down, man. Tell us about the play. What did you read? Because it was a really, I thought, awesome play by you, not just uh, effort-wise, but reading what the offense was given to you. Yes, sir. So it was kind of like an option. Like it was thought it was going to be like a run play, and then I kind of ran up on it, and then I seen the uh, running back go out on like a wheel. So I kind of tried to follow, stay on his hip, and the quarterback threw it a little under, and I picked it off. And one of my favorite things to do on here is talk to people about uh, what their future plans are past being a cadet. Well, I don't think you're going to stop being a cadet for quite a while. You have committed uh, to go continue your football career at Army. What went into that decision? Uh, when I went on my unofficial visit up there, it was just they, they have so much to offer. And just for my future later on in life, they have so much to give. And it's just amazing atmosphere up there. And they don't just give away those scholarships to anybody. It, it takes not just being a great football player, but a great person uh, and student leader to get into West Point. So congratulations on that, man. But to the West Point fans, and it's interesting because it's kind of like Notre Dame and Navy where it's just there's fans all around the country. I'm sure there's a ton of Army Black Knight fans listening to this right now. Just tell them what kind of player they're getting at Holden Sap. Oh, you're getting a player that's never going to start working. I'm going to keep uh, working every day to get better and, improve myself and improve my game well we got one more fall with you here in savannah that i know we're looking forward to man we appreciate you taking the time today uh good luck against buford we'll see you out there on friday night yes sir thank you for having me and that's going to do it for this week's edition of the danny Britt show a big thank you to coach Britt and for holding sap right there for joining us here on the program tonight again Cadets at Buford coming up this Friday night. If you can't make the road trip, you can listen to the Cadets right here on ESPN Savannah 104.3 and 1400. Of course, the Cadets on ESPN Radio are presented to you by Savannah Toyota. That game coming up this Friday night. If you missed any portion of the show, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on ESPNCoastal.com. Hope everyone has a great rest of their evening.